Blog Talk Radio. The book of Second Esther, seventh chapter, starting at the 102nd verse, going to the 115th. And I answered and said, If I have found favor in your sight, show further to me your servant, whether on the day of judgment the righteous will be able to intercede for the ungodly or to entreat the most high for them. Fathers for sons, sons for parents, brothers for brothers, relatives for their kinsmen or friends, for those who are most dear. He answered me and said, Since you have found favor in my sight, I will show you this also. The day of judgment is decisive and displays all the seals of truth. Just as now a father does not send his son or a son his father, or a master his servant, or a friend his dearest friend, to be ill, or to sleep, or eat, or be healed in his stead, so no one shall ever pray for another on that day. Neither shall anyone lay a burden upon another, for then everyone shall bear his own righteousness or unrighteousness. And I answered and said, How then do we find that the First, Abraham prayed for the people of Sodom, and Moses for our fathers who sinned in the desert, and Yahshua after him for Israel in the days of Achan, and Samuel in the days of Saul, and David for the plague, and Solomon for those in the sanctuary, and Eliah for those who received the rain, and for the one who was dead, that he might live, and Hezekiah for the people in the days of Sennacherib, many others prayed for many. If therefore the righteous have prayed for the ungodly now, when corruption has increased and unrighteousness has multiplied, why will it not be so then as well? He answered me and said, This present world is not the end. The full glory does not abide in it. Therefore those who were strong prayed for the weak. But the day of judgment will be the end of this age and the beginning of the immortal age to come, in which corruption has passed away, sinful indulgence has come to an end, unbelief has been cut off, and righteousness shall increase, and truth has appeared. Therefore, no one will be able to have mercy on him who has been condemned in the judgment, or to harm him who is victorious. Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. Peace be unto you. This is Elder Youngman, your brother D.L., and the name of tonight's message is Nothing is the Same. Nothing is the Same. So, brothers and sisters, um, I'm going to play a little clip for you, um, a bit of a PSA, so to speak, um, some information that I got um, through the Facebook page. So, just take a moment and listen to this about the COVID-19 virus. Hi guys. Um, just wanted to pass on this information. It was sent to me by a colleague who uh, has a friend that works at Dr. Negrin, which is uh, the main hospital on our island. Um, it's obviously in Spanish, so I'm just going to read it and translate it for you. 
um, this is what it says. The Chinese now understand the behavior of the COVID-19 virus thanks to autopsies that they have carried out. This virus is characterized by obstructing respiratory pathways with thick mucus that solidifies and blocks the airways and lungs. So they have discovered that in order to be able to apply a medicine, you have to open and unblock these airways so that the treatment can be used to take effect. However, all of this takes a number of days. Their recommendations for what you can do to safeguard yourself are Number one, drink lots of hot liquids, coffee, soups, teas, warm water. In addition, take a sip of warm water every 20 minutes because this keeps your mouth moist and washes any, viral, any of the virus that's entered your mouth into your stomach where the gastric juices will neutralize it before it can get to the lungs. Number two, Gargle with an antiseptic in warm water, like vinegar or salt or lemon, every day if possible. Number three, the virus attaches itself to hair and clothes. Any detergent or soap kills it, but you must take a bath or a shower when you get in from the street. Avoid sitting down anywhere and go straight to the bathroom or shower. If you cannot wash your clothes daily, hang them in direct sunlight, which also neutralizes the virus. Number four, wash metallic surfaces very carefully because the virus can remain viable on these for up to nine days. Take note and be vigilant about touching handrails and door handles, etc. I guess within your own house as well, you can um, make sure that you are keeping those clean and wiping them down regularly. Number five, don't smoke. Number six, wash your hands every 20 minutes using any soap that foams. Do this for 20 seconds and wash your hands thoroughly. Um, number seven, eat fruits and vegetables. Try to elevate your zinc levels, not just your vitamin C levels. Number eight, animals do not spread the virus to people. Person-to-person -person transmission. Number nine, try to avoid getting the common flu. I guess because this just already weakens your system. And try to avoid eating and drinking cold things. And number 10, if you feel any discomfort in your throat or a sore throat coming on, attack it immediately using the above method. The virus enters the system this way and remains for three or four days within the throat before it passes into the lungs. Good luck to everyone. Take care of yourself and pass this information along if you wish, he says. So, I've heard a lot of the same thing from a lot of different sources, so it seems to me that this is now kind of very credible advice that people can be taking on board to try and protect themselves. Hope it helps. Bye.
So brothers and sisters, um, based upon what we've heard here, um, I'm just going to go on ahead and tell you what's in my spirit. It's probably a confirmation of um, what you already know about this virus. Um, what I'm having my spirit is that this virus is a bioweapon. Um, there were other videos, and I'll put the links into the um, into the message below that describe the behavior of this virus and how it targets uh, certain portions of the lung. And what that does is it increases the stress on the body. So for those of failing health, we understand that failing health was a curse that was put on our people um, in Deuteronomy. So it stresses the body past um, what you know the normal amount of stress that's already on the body um, can withstand. So for brothers and sisters that have heart conditions, uh, asthma, um, kidney uh, issues, those things are going to be, uh, those people are going to be much higher risk to basically succumbing to the end product of what this virus does. You know, this thing about the solidification of mucus in the chest, uh, how it survives on surfaces for not just hours, days. Um, brothers and sisters, pale horse was coupled with the beast of the earth. Now, um, our normal understanding of beasts of the earth would be, you know, like wolves and those sorts of things. But the book of Daniel is very clear that the beasts of the earth are the kingdoms of the earth. So, brothers and sisters, um, what we need to understand is that things uh, do not go back to normal from here. Uh, what's happened in the earth and the reactions to what has happened in the earth, um, those things are going to be uh, permanent. There's not going to be a situation where uh, there's not a military presence in the streets. Um, there's not going to be a reversal of this legislation that you know the government is putting out here. Um, when 9/11 happened, uh, there's you know fallout from 9/11 that we're dealing with right now. So brothers and sisters, you know all that I hear are people, um, you know, talking about when it gets back to normal, when it's when things calm down a bit, and we need to be honest with ourselves that we understand that. You know, once legislation that they've been waiting on to pass um, gets passed, they very rarely remove it. So, you know, I, I, I want you to understand and have a realistic picture of what it means um, to have a bioweapon released upon the people. What they've done, and it's similar to what you see on see happen on 9/11, um, 
but it's bigger because it's an unseen enemy and it's something that um, it's not a one day event this is something that they have you know said will be several months to a year and a half so this incident this um, this event um, the ramifications of it are much larger than 9-11 so this sickness brothers and sisters if you were a follower of Dr. Sebi and you you realize uh, what it was that he said that was so dangerous to the establishment was that um, the crux or the um, the cornerstone of all the illnesses that we suffer was mucus he said that so his teachings basically taught us that um, a high alkaline diet um, the reduction of meats and reduction of sugars and processed foods um, is going to boost your immunity to the buildup of mucus in your body so it was given to us it was given to us um, that follow the dietary restrictions it was given to us that um, you know that have been out here um, you know preaching telling you know, the people about the diet that we've been given, the high levels of pork, the high levels of salt, how that breaks down the immunity of the body. And now we're under this virus, underneath this this you know, this curse. And, you know, if you have a weak immunity, you're more susceptible to it. But brothers and sisters, um, the change that we see the release of a virus into the, the world population basically what that does to the beasts of the earth is that, is that gives them a pretext okay that's today's word pretext now let's go out here to Wikipedia and get the definition of that word okay Miriam's and Webster Pretext. Now, a purpose, a motive, alleged, or an appearance assumed in order to cloak the real intention or state of affairs. Pretext from Wikipedia. A pretext, adjective, pretextual, is an excuse to do something or say something that is not accurate. Pretext may be based on a half-truth or development context of a misleading fabrication. Pretexts have been used to conceal the true purpose or rationale behind actions or words. So what has happened is this event, um, the numbers that are associated with the deaths uh, that will be, um, you know, the fallout or the, um, the effect of this virus are so huge, so astronomical, um, that many of the things that we've been talking about um, are going to become laws. There are, um, you know, there's roadblocks now between states. I mean, and this is just between last week. I actually started this message last week, 
Um, in between then and now, the world has changed so much that there are roadblocks between states. Um, I suspect, you know, especially out here where I live, there'll be roadblocks between counties. So, brothers and sisters, all of the things that we have warned about, the food shortages, um, the application of a martial law sort of a situation, I hadn't gotten that far yet, but we're working up to it. all of these things, they now have a reason to do. Um, these things are justified now. Uh, the tanks and the sound cannons that you've seen riding up and down um, the nation's railways, these people, this self-love where, you know, these people understand that they've been put under a quarantine and they go out to the beach and they still do what they're going to do. Um, this rebellion, essentially, it justifies the things that you're going to see happening in society. So, really, that's what you see going on in the earth. It's a changed situation. It, it's, it's completely different. Everything feels different. But as the scripture points out, and this is yet another reason why uh, this particular book of Ezra was removed from the Bible, um, could, because it describes this time and it, it you know it describes um, who we are, who the they is, um, and really. You know, it, it's not a book that you can just pick up and read and understand. Uh, it, it takes some time. It takes some submission. It takes some walking with the Father to be able to discern what it is that he's saying. But as the scripture points out um, in this discussion between Ezra and Uriel the angel, um, what's being described here is a switch, um, a change in the Most High's attitude towards um, the time and the idea of, you know, the proving ground uh, being a place where um, you could seek him out and seek out his mercy. As I pointed out in the last message, um, all of these things that we see that have happened and are happening are all being done for Israel's sake. Um, Israel was placed here for 400 years. That 400 years is up. And the chastisement and embarrassment, the humiliation of Israel is done. So really, just by a deductive reason, you know, you, you don't even have to have um, a scriptural background, even though that I, you know, I gave you the, the reference, to understand that there's no more purpose for the world or for the kingdom if Israel has been chastised. So these two readings, the last one and this one, describe a spiritual change, a, um, a spiritual basis for why things are different and why this time they don't go back it doesn't go back to a situation where uh, you can continue to play with the Most High as though He's not the Most High. Like 
my brother Yaya used to say, like, uh, you know, he's got a mental illness or something. Like, you know, what's written in this book about repentance, it's not really real. You know, you can just keep on pity-patting with the Most High. And there are people that have been placed here, people that, um, that the Father has put here to get on your nerves and to speak to you and to let you know that that time was coming. Well, now, brothers and sisters, that time is here. It does not go back after this. I want you to consider some of the things that are going on in the world right now. Um, With one change, with the Father taking his hands off of the wickedness that the beast slash the governments of the earth do, um, everyone, you know, worldwide, the entire world, is on lockdown, okay? And you, when, when I say that, you got to remember that these were the same people, the Gentile kingdoms, uh, were the same people that developed these weapons of mass destruction. Now, if you study the first hydrogen bomb, what stood out to me, what jumped off the page about me in that study is that the scientists didn't know whether or not the um, the reaction would stop. They had no idea by triggering that bomb whether the splitting of all those atoms and the releasing of that energy, they had no idea whether or not um, that would stop. So all of this weapons development that they've done, all of these... Um, you know, these bioweapons, these, these, these killer germs, all these things that, um, that they've known had the potential to, um, to kill millions of people. They developed them with the assumption that they would be able to control. And really, what they don't understand that, you know, people of faith should, should really understand is that all of these things were, um, Mitigated, the effects of these things were mitigated because of the Father's grace. The only reason that there was that, <laughs> and this blows my mind, the only reason that there was that the hydrogen bomb didn't just continue was the Father's grace. The only reason that Ebola um, didn't wipe out Africa and, and continue across the world was the Father's grace. So now we've got this modified COVID-19 virus. And um, it is, you know, it's in a family of viruses, and it was a common virus. So you already understand that the CDC uh, keeps patents on all of these diseases. So this was a modification that they put in. And brothers and sisters, 400 years, I can't say this enough times, 400 years is done. So that means that our father's hands have now come off of this control. It it was described in Revelation, there are four angels holding back the winds on the earth. 
That's his mercy. And if everything that's developed over this last 2,000 years since the Roman Empire took over, even further back, if all of these things were allowed for the chastening and the chastising of his people, Israel, not, not the Jewish over there in the land, Israel, niggas, uh, Negroes, the ones that are hated. If the point of all of that was to render out of them the handful that would remain until the end, if all of that is done, what reason is there for him to keep his hands on the things that um, that these Gentiles are doing, these angel babies, that really, the ones that come up with these things really um, are bent on destroying the world. And that, my brothers and sisters, is the change. That's what's not going back. There won't be any more grace given for this world now that the 400 years is done. And I don't think people really, I don't think people are really getting the gravity of what it means for this entire world to be on lockdown during this time. Brothers and sisters, let's just think about this for a minute. Uh, the date is 3-30-2020. The Passover, the Hebrew Passover, is in nine days. So this is how serious and this is how deep this thing is. The entire world, okay, the whole world in 2020, the first Passover after the 400 years, the entire world will be observing Passover this year. Explain yourself, Brother D.L. If you understand what was going on during the Passover, as it's described in, in the Exodus, uh, families were locked in their homes. Hebrew families were locked in their homes praying. Uh, you know, all of the, the rituals and things that were there, the, the bitter spices, the, the lamb, uh, the, the blood on the doors, all of that. Um, but ultimately, it was a lockdown sort of a situation where uh, the whole nation in their homes praying to be passed over by the angel of death in 2020 400 years after 400 years after our initial enslavement here in Mystery Babylon in the fourth kingdom our Passover is coming and the entire world will be locked in their homes trying to avoid the angel of death that is here and working and active. 
So there will be a worldwide observance of Passover this year. Whether you are a atheist, whether you are a devil worshiper, uh, whether you're a Christian and you you know you, you celebrate Easter, uh, whether you are a Muslim, whether you are a non-Masonic Jew, it does not matter. And that all came as a result of the Creator of heaven and earth allowing a condition to put you in your house over the Passover and brothers and sisters this is the part that does not go back to normal this is how the Most High will deal with this world now it's not going to be a situation where you have a choice he's going to show the world and everybody in it and everybody that's playing church and everybody that thinks it doesn't matter what his son's name is and everybody that doesn't think that it matters what his name is this is how he's going to do it he's going to bogart you like we bogarted him all these years all of that patience in things that's done so brothers and sisters you know my, my, my warning my message the ultimate crux of what I'm saying is that it does not go back. Prepare yourselves. Our Father is about to assert and show who He is. The prayer is not for Him to change His will. The prayer is not against His judgments. The prayer is for His mercy, for the grace to uh, repent to come out from this thinking that we've been under where somehow everything is supposed to be to our comfort and our benefit that's not the prayer the prayer is for mercy and for strength to walk through these days <laughs>